This is a Capricorn FM podcast. The 2019 Africa Cup of Nations, uh, the continent's most important football tournament, uh, will uh, uh, tonight kick off with a match between hosts Egypt and uh, Zimbabwe. It will be the fifth time that the North African host of the tournament, which starts from the uh, today up until the 19th of uh, July. Um, the six stadiums will be used, uh, and uh, there has been a major expansion. The competition has expanded from 16 participating teams to uh, 24. Uh, so we are looking at some of the big stars of world football uh, gracing the uh, tournament. Uh, Mohamed Salah, uh, key player definitely for Egypt, uh, and uh, Sadio Mane uh, of uh, uh, Senegal, uh, also teammate of Salah. It would be interesting if uh, uh, Egypt meets Senegal somewhere along the line. How's that going to be? Riyad Mahrez of uh, uh, Manchester City are, are among, as among some of the star players of Egypt 2019, but uh, we're not even mentioning a single South African player. You know? Have we have we <laughs> really dropped that standard that uh, not even a single South African player? But I think uh, uh, should Bafana Bafana do well, uh, a player like Pesita would definitely be one of the players uh, uh, that his name will be spoken about after the tournament. But it also depends on how Bafana plays because if we are knocked out in the first round, psh, yeah. 16 minutes uh, past six, uh, your calls are more than welcome as we take this opportunity to welcome on the line uh, African football analyst uh, Kojo Amankwa Manomi. Hola, Baba. It's good. good to speak to you, and thank you very much for taking this time. Um, it's been a while, so I hope you're doing good. Uh, survival of the fittest, my brother. Yes, indeed. Kujo, uh, l- l- let me start, uh, and before we start maybe looking at the groups, and uh, who would you say going into this tournament, as we go into the first match today, are the favorite team? If you had to take a guess as to who will be playing in the finals, which two teams would you pick? Let me pick four teams that I think are going to do very well in this final. There's no doubt Senegal have a, a very potent squad in view of the exploits of Sid Mani in helping Liverpool to take the, the champion, UEFA Champions League and as well as pushing the Manchester City all the way to 98 points. And they were beaten by a single point by the same Real Madrid inspired uh, Manchester City. There's no mm. doubt Senegal is going to do well in this tournament. And they're one of the pre-tournament favorites. Egypt with Mohamed Salah. Although, when you look at it holistically, Egypt don't have a very solid team going into, into this tournament. But the question is, can Mohamed Salah be the Diego Maradona or, of course, uh, who will I say the Dr. Kumalo of the team that can take the whole nation on his shoulders? And in spite of him to attack them, it remains to be seen. He's one of the big stars going into this tournament, and Egypt are host. Every time they host, they win. They hosted in 19, uh, in the 50s. They won. They hosted in 2006, and, and they won. So Egypt have a record of hosting at home and, and taking the title, and you cannot discount that. Again, Cameroon are the defending champions, and they come into this tournament, although not a Big mega name stars, but what they lack in mega name stars, they complement with big work ethics. And you are going to say, no, Malume, which socks are you smoking? I think Ghana have been very silent in this tournament, and not many people are talking about them. The fact that uh, until the day Ayu is the captain, brought a lot of good hope for Ghana. And I'll tell you what, he remains one of the few African youth players that have helped Ghana to win the under-20 world title. No African country have won the under-20 
World title, except Ghana. And that those who are going into this tournament, I had a clip of uh, the Egyptians welcoming him. And what gave me a lot of hope was the delegation head asking that are you. How is your father? How is mm. your father? Your father is good. We like your father too much. And that sort of gave me the inspiration. I think that you will uh, sort of uh, lead by example by inspiring the Ghanaian national team to do well. So my four teams, Ghana, Cameroon, of course, Senegal, and uh, uh, Egypt, are going to be the team to watch in this tournament. Malumi, I'm disappointed you didn't mention South Africa. Uh, you see, South Africa <laughs> is in a very tough group. A group that have uh, 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 Namibia. Familiarity brings contempt. A lot of people are going to think... Uh, 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 Namibia are a team that is touch and go. They are going to give a lot of problems. And mm-hmm. they are in a group of Morocco and, of course, Africa. Morocco have been preparing a team quietly. They've been uh, building for the World Cup. And they've been doing well. And I tell you, they are not going to be an easy meet. Even though Morocco and South Africa, South Africa have a very good uh, sort of part to part against them. But mm-hmm. uh, in a real tournament, I think uh, if South Africans are able to get onto their group, then I'll see them going far. I think it's going to be a very difficult challenge in view of the fact that uh, the star, McHugh player, for me, in the South African team is Percy And maybe the Moroccan and the, and the, uh, and the Africans have got a plan for him to keep him talent. And if Percy does not uh, perform, I don't see South Africa going into the knockout team. Let, let, let's take a few steps back, uh, Malome. You spoke about uh, uh, Egypt, and uh, let's take a look at Group A, where you've got uh, Egypt, uh, the DRC, Uganda, and Zimbabwe. Looking ahead to the match today, I mean, you look at Egypt, you spoke about Mo Salah, but then uh, does Mo Salah have the kind of quality that surrounds him at uh, Liverpool in, in, in the Egyptian team? And the reason I'm saying that, you look at the Zimbabwe team, uh, they, they they play as a unit, and on their day, they've got very star-quality players that are part of that particular team, and definitely not a team to be discounted. Are, they, uh, uh, are, are we being fair on Salah, expecting him to be the Maradona, the Dr. Kumalo, to carry uh, the Egyptian side so, uh, single-handedly? In, in 1986, a young Argentinian team... <laughs> led by Diego Maradona, carried the team on his shoulders. Mm. You see, there comes a time in the history of a footballing country where a player emerges and do everything. We all know in the World Cup uh, last year, because most color was India, Egypt did not do well. And yet, going into the tournament, a lot of people have been placed on most color. Most color have played and scored 22 goals. In fact, <laughs> it's the most color, saved money, and of course... Uh, uh, Pierre-Emerick Pierre Aubameyang, that yes. scored the three, uh, 22 goals. The top goal scorers in the English Premiership were all Africans, and they were informed. Two of them are in the tournament, and I mm. think if Mosala brings his A game, that you've seen him play in Liverpool week in and week out, he is going to be a mature player. Yes, the, 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 the Zimbabweans are a unit, and they are very compact. You've got a camaraderie and a silent assassin, knowledge performer, in tandem, in attack, and they are dangerous. But let me tell you, the Egyptians have a big heart. The Egyptians use football as, as a catalyst to bring their nation together and to bring a sense of joy and a sense of unity in the country. And having the, poured in the amount of money, and by the way, uh, Kwana, let me give you a little history. It's the fourth time 
that the Afcon have been uh, taken from a country to be hosted about by another country. And Egypt is the fourth time. South Africa started it in 1996 when they mm. took it away from Kenya, certain economic constraints. And I think if the Egyptian court have their tactics right and they play to the friend of uh, Mo Salah, then the defense of uh, Zimbabwe are going to find it a handful to, to sort of uh, handle him. Because on his day, he can be magical and he can be the next Diego Maradona to inspire, uh, in my view, Egypt to the next one. It's going to be a very, very interesting group. The DRC is there and you've got uh, uh, Zimbabwe. Is your second set upon qualification, uh, and guess what? They got independence in Ete, but they got into the Afcon very late. This is their only second Afcon, and it's going to be a challenge. As whether Kamabiliatu have not had a very great season in Kaza Chiefs, the past season is going to rise to the occasion together with Nobel Mosona and inspire Zimbabwe to uh, play one over Egypt. It remains to be seen, but I think. Uh, most Salah is inspired. He is going to do what, in my view, Abu Trika did. Abu Trika mm, went to Ghana mm. and in the semi-final, scored a goal and bangled Ghana out. And Ghana have hosted the event in 1963 and 1978, same like uh, Egypt and won it at home. But on the third time, where it matters the most, Mohamed Abu Trika sort of uh, bangled mm. Ghana out. And I think uh, yeah. uh, most Salah is inspired. And he's in top form to... to, to, to very tip-top condition in terms of physical uh, conditioning to give the best of his sure. game tonight when we all see the game. It's going to be an after battle in my view against Zimbabwe. 0872889697 that is the number to call send WhatsApp on 0826542446 we are in conversation with Kojo Amankwa African football analyst talking to us about the African Cup of Nations as we are looking ahead to the tournament who are your favorites Kojo has picked his favorites I'm surprised Malomi that also amongst those you did not pick uh, Nigeria I'll tell you I've seen the best of Nigeria I'm a Ghanaian I've seen the golden generation of the, the, the Nigerian team from uh, almost 1996 to the mid 2000s. The current crop of Nigerians are good, but in my view, none of them can polish even the boot of Sunday Oluse, the <laughs> likes of uh, uh, Rashid Yekini, the likes of Timothy uh, George, the likes of, uh, of, 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 of great players like Daniel Amokati the Pool. The mm. Nigerians have them. They, they've got a big heart and they always want to win. But I can tell you, they don't have the quality. When you look at the fact that uh, uh, John uh, Michael Obi is playing Chinese, that tells you that he's at the toilet of his career. And they don't have the bite that I'm looking for. Obviously, I did not call them for a reason. This is the mm. African Cup of Nations. The first of its kind to be expanded to 24. It will cause for special physical conditioning. And if you are playing in a league like in China, you, you don't have the the necessary mental attitude and the physical conditioning to compete and behind the competitive in such an event. And in the 24 African nations, which is not a system, is going to be very, very difficult. I don't see Nigeria going far. Because as a Ghanaian who have lived in Ghana and, and, and know Nigeria, and I've followed both Ghana and Nigeria in terms of competition and everything, the according generation of uh, players are not there. The current crop of players are not the golden generation of uh, uh, players for the uh, West African nation or African overpopulated country. I don't see them going far. If they make it to the knockout uh, stages, the, the, the far they can go, in my view, will be the quarterfinals. We know that the North Africans are always uh, 
favorites. You spoke about Egypt. They are the hosts. Where would you place Tunisia in this regard? Tunisia, Morocco, Algeria are all teams that can go far. Mm. But again, in that region, North Africa only have five countries. The rivalry between them, is, you can cut it to the nine. As I speak to you now, the Champions League, the Cup Champions League event is inconclusive. Because why that Casablanca and uh, uh, of Morocco and, and, and of course, uh, none other than Esperance of Tunisia. Of Tunisia, yeah. eye to eye. And it's, it's very inconclusive. And sometimes their rivalry and not their unity can be their own doing. They want to outdo each other in their own backyard. And that can play into the hands of the teams that are coming into the tournament. And that is the reason why I only pick Egypt and I have not spoken a lot about the other Mm. let's as we wind down the conversation then uh, who would you say i mean you've picked your four favorites are there any dark horses are there teams that you silently think they might spring a surprise i mean you look at an ivory coast you can't uh, discount them in this regard but are there and we know what uh, you know the, the the southern african teams on their day they can do uh, big things i mean we know what happens with uh, what happened with zambia in the past when they went uh, to win it uh, went all the way and won it but are there any dark horses in your opinion kujo definitely there are a lot of dark horses in this tournament and in the speaking in that vein i'll push south africa there south africa is a dark horse that a lot of people would not consider obviously you've mentioned Africos. There is also a prophetess in in, in, in Benin that have prophesied that uh, Benin is going to win the African Cup of Nations in Egypt. And um, for that reason I'll place Benin also as a dark horse. Uh, but uh, <laughs> in a more serious note, you know sometimes uh, the dark horse pack doesn't wait. This is a very serious uh, event. And of all the African nations that are going there, guess what Kwena? Ghana remains one of the teams where the government have placed the natural, national resources, taxpayers' money, almost close to between eight million to fifteen million US dollars for the teams uh, uh, to use for preparation and part of bonuses. And therefore, they are very inspired. I'm very happy that going into this tournament, not a lot has been said about Ghana. They went silently to Dubai to train. And they even play a friendly game with South Africa, and they play the, a, a goalless draw, and a lot is not said about them. They also played Namibia in a, in a, in a, in a friendly game, and Namibia actually beat Ghana one nil. And when I inquired, they told me, no, those are to test strategies, because some of the key players did not start. Coach Kashiapia was testing the three players in an attempt to see what they can offer him. But he's got a first 11 under the tutelage and the captainship of the day are you. And I tell you, it's going to be a very, very interesting. But uh, when all is said and done, sometimes it's not the preparation. Sometimes it's not the money. Sometimes it's the technical team and the quality of the players and the willingness to win and, and, and inscribe your name into the history books of that country that will make the high difference. Mm. Let's 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 end then looking at uh, Southern Africa, Malome. We, you touched on South Africa being the dark horses. I mean, if you look at uh, countries like uh, uh, Namibia, Zimbabwe, we touched on them, but uh, uh, Angola. Should we expect anything, or uh, are they one of those teams that uh, uh, sadly uh, just are there to make up the numbers? 
uh, Angola are besieged with many problems, and, and, and there is mutiny in the camp. I don't think they will make an impact in this very African Cup of Nations. Zimbabwe also are besieged with many problems to the point where they didn't train yesterday ahead of a very crucial opening match. They were trying to work out the match to the point where the chairman of the AFCON committee, Mr. Abuja Tunic, the, the NFF, Nigerian Football Federation president, who is the chairman of the AFCON tournament proper, went to their camp and uh, went back to the competition of African football and said that they should release the money to Nigeria for them to sort of... Uh, uh, for, uh, they should release money to Zimbabwe for them to get their bonuses. Because that complaining that even in the qualifiers, their winning bonuses have not been paid. And until the money is paid, they were not uh, going to play. In an attempt to avoid embarrassment in view of everything that has happened ahead of this very amateur type of nations to the point of the CAF president himself being arrested and questioned in Paris. It was therefore important for the, 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 the ESCO and the CAF leadership to come up with a solution. Zimbabwe were able to come with almost 40, 20,000 dollars and the CAF came with 20,000 dollars. And I'm happy to say that this morning the players uh, agreed that uh, the money has been reflected in their yeah. accounts and therefore they are going to play the game tonight. It was going to be a huge, huge embarrassment for them not to show up. And therefore, Amuju Penik in his wisdom got involved, got to their camp, came back to camp and uh, 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 convinced Carl to take the money and give it to the to the Zifa uh, authorities yeah. to try and ensure that the players get paid. And um, for me, that is very, very interesting. South okay. Africa have been very quiet, going about about their, their, their preparation. And we haven't had a lot of uh, problems and stories. And I think uh, when you talk of uh, mental attitude, and in terms of uh, seriousness and wanting to make an impact, I think in the public region, South Africa is going to make an impact depending on how which person out and up for, for, yeah. for the game. Okay. Manomi, allow me to take uh, one or two callers before we let you go. Sello. Hey, 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 Marara. How's it, Sello? Hey, sharp, worry, Papa. Sharp, sharp, wish. Mm, let me talk about this group of ours. Mm, the, I'm not undermining the Morocco and Namib, but the only thing that will make us to qualify is uh, only if we regard the Ivory Coast, the area defeated. But as for Morocco and the other one, Namibia. I don't mm. think they can defeat us. So, if 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 yeah. we get if we get a good result against Ivory Coast uh, on Monday, you think then we we home and dry? Yeah, we are. We are going to, to proceed to, as long as uh, must, must not undermine the Morocco and uh, Namibia. Because if we undermine them, they might surprise us. But but if we go there with a strong team, uh, not the, losing from the, the other one, yeah, uh, Cote d'Ivoire. Mm. Uh, I, I think. We, we might proceed. Okay. Comparing Ivory Coast to the other two, Ivory Coast, they're strong one than they are these two. That Morocco and Namibia. No, for sure. Yeah. Thank you very much, yeah. Silo. That's yeah. Silo calling us uh, from uh, uh, Sanin there. Ma- Ma- Malumi, my last question for you. The introduction of VAR in the African Cup of Nations. We have seen the drama that led to uh, the pending replay of the Champions League final. How much of a role do you think VAR will play in AFCON? Should we expect positives, it's, negatives? It's going to play a very, very important role and it's going to eliminate a, a number of doubts. I would like to see VAR 
operating more in a goal line technology uh, and in an off the ball incident. I would like the VAR to be called upon, for instance, to, 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 to stop the game and check and, and, and something. You see, football is very dynamic and very evolving. And the VAR for me is it, it, it was hard done against the Nigerian Super Falcons in the ongoing FIFA uh, Women's World Cup in Paris. And I've always said, the physical uh, prowess and the physical aspect of the African game is, is being eliminated in a clever way. And the VAR have been brought just to do that. And for me, it is a very unfair. It's going to start in the quarterfinals. It's not going to start right from, from the round robin games. In the quarterfinals up to the finals. And it's the very same VAR that has given us the problem we have faced where we don't have the current African Champions League between Warrior Casablanca and, of course, Esperance of, uh, of uh, Tunisia. And I don't like VAR, to be very honest with you. But uh, who am I? <laughs> you you and me both, Manon. You and me both. Majority have said it should, it should, it should be used. And I respect the decision of majority in terms of democratic principles. Kojo Amankwa, African football analyst, uh, thank you very much for taking this time to speak to us and sharing your insight with us. Appreciate it. For more podcasts, go to capricornfm.co.za and follow us on social media at Capricorn FM.